<laughs> now, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> we okay. We okay. We okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Way I Stay Podcast. We just going to start the show because I don't know what the fuck is happening today. Listen. Let's, let's go. Let's just let's just start. <laughs> Got it. Um, there's a lot of things happening this week, you know, there's a lot, so much, so much happening this week, but like Dorinda said, we are still here and it's by, and it's by the grace, and it's by the grace, (laughs) I could have slapped somebody, yo, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I think that was my favorite, keep it 100, (laughs) Cause I feel I be feeling like slapping me somebody. How y'all doing this okay. week? <sighs> Damn, <laughs> have be a week though, for real, for real. I feel like every time we come on a podcast, it's always like, <sighs> it's just a heavy spirit. <laughs> Ooh, ain't it just a heaviness? Lift it, lift it, break, 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 break now, now, break, now, break, break, break now, break. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. No, but I'm good. It's, it has definitely have been a week, but you know, we're trucking through. I'm still above ground and not under it, so I can't complain. I can complain, but I'm just not going to. Huh? <laughs> I could, but I won't. <laughs> I don't know if that's the whole thing, but <laughs> yes. I won't. <laughs> Okay, so let's, let's start the show. Leroy, what game are we playing tonight? Um, So we're going to play, Um, I, I kind of just made it up. So I did <laughs> it on, <laughs> no, so I way back when, when I first started my YouTube channel, I did um this little game where you, I had to guess the theme song and what TV show I want to. But of course, we're going to always keep it black. So we're going to do the same thing tonight. I'm going to read off um a stanza of the um theme song right that was real spicy because i like that um i'm gonna read off a stanza of the theme song you can either guess what it is or finish out the song okay Mm -hmm. so i ready Guess the theme song or finish the phrase correct got it all right you ready first one i know that i can always be myself around you more than anybody else and every day as I'm heading out to school, you know there's no one I love as much as you. My family. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Breath. I was like, oh, I can't. Bell push your buttons. Family. All right. One for Josh. One for Josh. Next one. Now we should all know this one. <clears throat> Keep your head up. What? Keep your head up. That's Living right. Single. Dang, Jeremy. To my left. What you tonight? <laughs> I like dude. Keep your head up. Oh, keep your head up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cracking up. 
Next one. Okay. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Come on, gentle walls. Gentle walls. Yes, both correct. So I think who said it first? I don't think. I'm going to say Josh. Okay, Jeremy said it first. I'm just going to say Josh because Josh went on a roll. But let's just, let's just give it to Jeremy because you know you kind of been all right. So this one, <laughs> through this journey of discovery. Oh, <laughs> the Melanie Daniels song. Yes, the Melanie Daniels. Fun fact: the Melanie Daniels sung that song. All right, you're finding that's your game for tonight. I'm finding you. I'm finding me. That I have someone special. Love that brings song. all the joy inside of me, inside of me. You and me. So it would only be befitting to bring forth the bishop prelate uh senator warnock oh my god for <laughs> yes his win on last night um he his grandmother yeah. to the stage because right oh, baby she said oh. <laughs> that quick uh, let me out i'm gonna let you finish me um yeah so that it was a little nerve wracking because I'm, I was on my way home last night and I was like checking on CNN and Herschel Walker was winning mm-hmm. um, like convincingly. And it was like, I think 97 percent of the votes were in. And I was like, oh, here we go. But I was like, nope, I'm gonna give Georgia the benefit of the doubt because they do what they need to do. Um, and that's another thing, like Georgia has set the blueprint for what it means to get your people to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and if only Texas would have followed suit. And that's a big, that's a big um, kudos to Stacey Abrams too, because I think she's been laying the foundation these last couple mm-hmm. of years and really mm-hmm. like pulling the black community to go and vote. Um, but the fact that he only won by like a little over 96,000 votes is mind boggling to me. Um, so I can't say like, you know, thank all the black people because I know some niggas voted for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not rooting for everybody black. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm not, but yeah. So yeah, a huge shout out to the bishop prelate, um, the man of God, and oh yeah, God. the people who voted and got him the win. Amen. Yes. Amen. I saw uh, um, a video about uh, Herschel Walker, and like he's just so fucking dumb. He's just so fucking dumb. What are pro- they got pronouns in the military? Wouldn't that happen? What? <laughs> the fuck? I just, I, I, I just don't understand. It. I don't understand. Which is, which is, which is what's going to lead me into who I need to call me back. Actually, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Um, so I'm, I'm. Let me say it like this: for those of you who have to block me because I disagree with your stance, baby, you weren't mature enough to have the conversation with me in the first place. So. Mm-hmm. Um, find somebody else. Go, go, find, go get somebody else to do it. Cause no, it, it ain't me. So interestingly enough, one of your hotel 
uh, Hebrew Israelites text my phone. Oh my God. Because, okay, so this is, I actually know the guy. And he hit me on Snapchat and he was like, hey, text me. And I was like, okay, cool. So I text him and, you know, he was like, hey, what, you, what, you know, what you want, what you got going? And I was like, I'm just chilling. And he says, um, so is your church teaching you about the end time? And, you know, and I was just like, listen, I'm good. I don't have to have <laughs> I'm good. We are we are we are embodying love. We are spreading a message of love and blah blah blah. And this this dude sends 15 scriptures in a text. First of all, I'm not reading all of that. If that's the way <laughs> to people or try to recruit, you're ineffective already because I'm not I'm not I'm not going to read all of that. I'm not going to listen to all of that because you just throwing a bunch of scriptures out of context. It has nothing to do. And then and then here's the thing. I had to just I had to just really walk away from the conversation because he started getting disrespectful and then tried to tell me I was in, I was in my feelings. Man, if you could just get out of your feelings, you could hear the word, the word I'm trying to uh, give you. You are in sin and you've lost your way. And first of all, this that conversation is old to me because you don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know me. And without the proper context and the proper relationship, you can't speak on my life. God bless you. You have your assumption and however you want to be blessed to God be the glory to the third degree. But um, I had to just walk away because I was like, listen, your mind is already made up. And I said, but but here's something here's something I will leave with you that, you know, if I was suicidal and you came to minister to me, I would have asked myself. Mm. I would have taken myself out because your message lacks empathy. It lacks love. And. You know, I don't understand why these people are, are, are so anti God is love when that's in the Bible, and they want God to be this this missing miss, uh, this this rude, petty, sexist person, and it's just stupid to me. But you know, all that believe that way to God be the glory for that. For you, we will see you at the gates, hopefully on Judgment Day. If not, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but here's here's something else. When you get to the pearly gates, you should not be so concerned about me and my life because when you get to the pearly gates, um, God's not going to ask me about you, nor is he going to ask you about me. Okay. Mm. How about that? About you. Catch that dirt. Should you do what you need to do and get the fuck off my phone? Call me back. Mm, don't. Really blew me this week. <laughs> really blew me. Like, how you gonna call how you gonna text me? How you gonna ask me to text you just so you can belittle me? That's crazy to me. I don't understand why people that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And that's why I literally don't check Facebook except for like maybe once or twice a day. And that's towards the end of the day because people like post a status and they want to engage in conversation, but then they get mad when you respond. But it's like you open the door for conversation, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to hear what I have to say. So this is not an effective, this is not a conversation. You know, this is now an argument or an it's like, I don't want to argue with, with you about something that, you brought up or that mm-hmm. you opened the door for. I, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't call me back. <laughs> yeah, lose my number. Block me. Lose, block me back. I just don't understand. And then this this throwing out a bunch of scriptures without context does literally nothing. It's it's like grabbing random words. Um and you can't make scripture mean what you want it to mean. That's why you need the context, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. You Hebrew Israelites, you alpha men, you hoteps, all y'all, 
y'all. Baby, go go do something. Go have sex or something. Because y'all, and y'all. Actually, mad females out there that really love them some hoteps. I be cracking up. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, okay, that's a chill girl. All right, we go ahead. <laughs> if you want to marry Hitler, go for it. You know? Okay. <laughs> so Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye. It's been a lot happening this week. I know you're mm-hmm. resting. I know you're resting, hopefully. Um, what is going on? What 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 what's going on? Um a lot, <laughs> uh, a lot going on. Okay, so Laurent, you you go 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 for it. Um, well, there's two things that, um, so I do want to talk about, um, uh, the Balenciaga uh, campaign that, that happened, but we didn't touch on it when it happened, but I do wanted to get into that. But first I do want to, um, have a moment of silence for the late iconic legendary Samantha, Miss Cookie Tookie. She didn't pass. I was about to say, who died? Oh yeah, that's right. She, she, yeah, yes, Miss Cookie, Miss One, Two, Three, hop up off them dicks, then hopped up out of here. And ma'am, I, if you do not know who she is, y'all need to go ahead and go on YouTube and look up Cookie Tookie. I promise you, she's the Shandala Kanala Kant. What's going on in the back there? Talk about her ass. What's going on in the back there? I'm in Morticia Kant's honey. Listen, there was this one where I saw this one. Somebody posted up the day that she passed away. Somebody posted up a video of her saying, There's a femme queen in you. I see it. There's a femme queen in you. There's a femme queen in you. For those who don't know, like a femme queen in like the ballroom scene is basically another word for a, a transgendered per- a person. But um, yeah, so there's a femme queen in you. Hilarious. So we will miss you. Um, you know, she's had a hard life. <laughs> in the streets of Philadelphia and out of jail, you know, str- uh, struggling with um different addictions. But we love you, Miss Cookie Tookie. We will miss you. You definitely paved the way, and you are definitely legendary in your own right. We love you. So, um, Balenciaga. Um, if you don't know about this story, then you're definitely living under a rock. So, um, they did a uh their most recent campaign. Um, what is going on here? I'm sorry. Siri just popped up for so- <laughs> My God. Siri just popped up for us. So- okay, anyway. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Is that my phone? We can't hear. We we don't Y'all can't hear. You. I'm no. sorry. Okay, my bad. So, um <laughs> um Balenciaga, they uh, put out a campaign basically um, with uh, for the new whatever, and in, in the campaign ad, it was um, little children that were holding bear or like with Balenciaga, Balenciaga t-shirts on, but they were holding bears that had that had like harnessed it, like look kind of like BDSM wear, mm-hmm. um, and so that was kind of already kind of just. It took me aback at first when I first saw it, but then apparently um, people like zoomed in. There was papers all over the table, and when they zoomed to the papers on the table, there were like cases or study cases of child pornography. Wow. Yes. So, um, of course, the cancel culture they did they came up out of nowhere, and um, well, not out of nowhere, but you know, you know how they are. They want to cancel everyone so they jumped on the bandwagon to cancel balenciaga we know that um kim kardashian she um has like a working relationship she's miss balenciaga um she actually released a um a statement when this all happened because she's um thinking about reworking her relationship with balenciaga 
And um, the statement basically um, says, not because I, I haven't been disgusted or outraged by the most recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak with their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse, child abuse of any kind uh, should have no place in our society, period. So I was happy that she know that she um released that statement. But how do y'all feel about it? I I feel like I don't. For me, I don't. Uh, I'm kind of in between because I don't really believe in cancel culture. Um, I I I hate I hate cancel culture a little bit because I feel like they it, it gets od sometimes. But for me, I know not that I had the money to buy anything Balenciaga. It, it, the money that anything Balenciaga I do got I do have or will purchase will be coming from DHK. <laughs> Amen. Um. <laughs> okay so um i so if i did have the money to purchase balenciaga i don't think that i would i definitely but i i feel like um they need to do a deep dive and who uh because apparently the production company that came out uh the production company that handled the campaign they apparently said that because Balenciaga is suing the production company, basically saying like they did not Balenciaga did not know that this was, was one of that's how the campaign was going to look. But the production company is saying no, we like Balenciaga at the end of the day, they have the final say so on what goes on. No, absolutely. So, because as an actor, um, you because I've done some commercials and all that, you you absolutely have to get the approval of the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't believe that. At the end of the day, just like H and M and all of those other stores back then, they you know what they're you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing, and you just you just want to see how far you can go. Um, I don't necessarily believe in cancel culture, um, but what what happens and what tends to happen is you you start seeing hearts true hearts revealed. And that's you know in 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 light of all this sex trafficking and you know I, I anything with children sexually like that it's just I, off limits it's off limits so off I, limits I wouldn't wear you either I you know and it's just like yeah you you're disgusting you're disgusting because the whoever the powers that be are who signed off on that and approved and thought that would be nice and quirky and. It was too intentional for it to be a mistake mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. pieces of paper on the table with child cases on it. That was too intentional. So yeah, I'm going to intentionally not support you. One hundred. Yeah, I um, I can totally agree with that. I think also my issue with cancel culture is like it's not consistent across the board. Mm, like yeah. we pick and choose who we want to cancel. It's like fake outrage. Right. I.e. Chrisette Michelle. Like, we're still giving her a hard time for singing at the inauguration. Like, but then, hey, a coin is a coin. We don't know. Contractual. Jeremy, I muted you on accident. I'm sorry. I was trying to mute Laron because he keeps hitting his mic. I'm so sorry. I didn't know I hit it. I apologize. Instead, I apologize. But you have to unmute yourself because I still can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay. Um, no, but I was just saying, like, we we pick and choose who we want to cancel. Um, but, yeah, everything is done intentionally. And, like, especially when you're releasing an ad, like, you're careful in the things that you do. You know, it's there's many, there are many processes. There are many, you know, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like different, you know, perspectives. There's a lot of, there's a lot of opinions in the room. So it's clear that there were a group of y'all, you know, that decided that this was okay. My issue with Kim is she's trying to save face and also keep a coin at the same time. That's what it sounds like. It's like, oh, I just want to, you know, I want to hear their side. You don't need the money, you know, just, and I'm not saying like, you know, abruptly, you know, end things with them, but don't try to save face. Like, just be real. Like, if you want to hear, that's what you want to hear. But it just sounds like I just want to keep my little coin. So, well, on top of that, Balenciaga even like expressed outrage. They were they were basically saying like they had no clue that this was happening. Ah, uh, uh, so I think that it comes to a point to okay, well, who? Because I've heard of like different ads being halted for weeks because they didn't know whether how or how to style a black girl's hair. So it was like who were who? Like you said, what was the processes? Who were in, who were in these rooms? Who was at the table presenting this idea and why? And why right. does that's okay? You know what I'm saying? So because at the, at the end of the day. Commercials cost lots of money to produce, so yes. <laughs> you're not going to just release anything without your knowledge. So save it. Right. Let's move on. So, <laughs> the, um, not Kiki Wyatt. Uh, she is full of babies, though. Um, <laughs> Palmer announced that she was pregnant, and she's now receiving backlash from uh, society, from you know, men who like to control women and even from the church because you're glamorizing um, out of wedlock pregnancy. It was like people are being, people are, people have come out and said they how repulsed they are and how disappointed in, in her because she announced her pregnancy and is proud of it um, without having a husband. First of all, it's 2022. A lot of y'all have husbands and wives and y'all don't stay in y'all same bed. So you mm-hmm. be blessed. Um, it, it's... Everybody's not going to see the world like you. And you have mm. to stop demonizing people because they don't share your same convictions. It's okay. Like, God does not need hall monitors. I swear he does not. I swear <laughs> he doesn't. He does not need hall monitors. <laughs> I promise he doesn't. I think okay, people just on. people just have to understand that there's, there's not just one roadmap to starting a family. And like, I don't, I just, just mind your business. And like you said, you got a, <laughs> right. You got a whole husband at home or a whole wife who <laughs> like, don't get me started on the husbands because okay. some of the, some of the husbands be in DMs. In okay. the and some, and, right. So, you know, worry about your own marriage. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her. Um, right. And that's all it is to it. There's there should be nothing else. I'm happy for it. And if you don't have anything positive to say, just shut the fuck up. And shut the fuck up. It's not that it is like like you said, Josh. It is 2022. <laughs> like there are different avenues to get to have a family, and it's it's quite all right. I saw a tweet somebody out from somebody that I thought was dragging it. Kiki Palmer having a child out of wedlock is the direct result of feminism. A black child was way well, a black child was more likely to be born into a married family than in a, than a white child before feminism feminism infiltrated the black community. <laughs> I, I just want all these think pieces to stop. Like yeah, y'all. 
She had sex. She 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 uh, was her boyfriend for a while. They love each other. They was doing the thing, and he he didn't pull out. This is just as simple as that. It ain't got shit to do with shit. Hmm. It ain't I nothing to shit about shit about feminism. It's just sex. They had it's sex. Just sex. Pregnant, and she kept her baby because at the end of the day, it's against the law to go get an abortion. So what the fuck you want? <laughs> What do you, you can't want? win for losing. Can't win for losing. And her and they got been together since 2021. Like, come on. Like, right. it's and over and a year now. Like. I thought all y'all was pro-life. I thought uh, all y'all. Huh. Huh. I, so, so are you really pro-life or are you pro-marriage? Like, f- find your lane, commit to it, and, and and preach that message. But to have to be pro-life over here, oh, you should have aborted over here. Maybe y'all confused. Ooh. No, no, they're, they're not pro-life, they're pro-birth, but that's it's a different pro-birth. conversation for a completely different day. Also, speaking of sex before marriage, Indonesia has <laughs> placed this insane rule that you know you can you can go to jail for getting your rocks off now. You can go to jail and have to fight for your booty holes and your virginity because because that's that's where my mind went. So you're going to have a, a, a whole bunch of horny people in jail. All they're going to do is have sex in jail. <laughs> Ain't nowhere else I can go now. Hey. Shit, I'm in jail. What, what, what Was it? I'm already in jail. What else you going to do? Right. What else she gonna? I'm as well fucking suck and do whatever fuck I want to do here. <laughs> was it Sunny. just sex or was it was it uh living together too? Because I thought you I heard it was shack, living together. You can't shack. You can't have sex before marriage, and it's just like, damn. Child. Do you pay any of my bills? Like, what? and don't. Are you gonna tell me who can live in my house? As much as I do not living in America, I'm thankful for the simple freedoms that I do have. Because, <laughs> baby, I wish somebody would. I, could you imagine if they tried to pass that law here? <laughs> we fool. Nobody. There would be uh, nobody standing. They would have all the <laughs> all the warrants gonna be like we fool. We can't take no. We can't take nobody. We in. can't take no. <laughs> Everybody on the house arrest. Right. That's not gonna work either. <laughs> in the house arrest, I'm still gonna be fucking. <laughs> period. What's happening in the pandemic? But ain't nothing else to do in the house. But but masturbate and 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 call somebody over. Hello. <laughs> Won't you come over and make love to me? That's what Faith Evans said. I'm dying. But in other news, I never thought I'd hear the day where found guilty and Donald Trump would be in the same sentence. Oh, crazy guy. Um, So I'm sure if you haven't heard by now, um, the Trump administration has been found guilty on 17 counts Mm. of criminal tax fraud and falsifying business records. And the maximum penalty is $1.6 million. Um, And of course... He's already tried to fight that back, and but Biden has now issued a um, what is it? I can't think of the word. Government, huh? He, Not a warrant. Okay. No, it's like a you know, it's like when when you it's like when you try to Trump is trying to get the charges dropped, but mm-hmm. Biden is he's blocking that. He's blocking that from happening. The appeal, so whatever. So the Trump, yeah. Trump is trying to appeal it because it was yeah. um, yeah, he's he's trying to appeal it. Um, but clearly Biden is trying to. So does this mean Trump is going to jail? I think we're on our way. I feel like we're finally on our way. I, um, yes. I just want to know how how I how I went to jail 
when I went to get some fried rice that year, I went to jail because I had a two-year-old warrant that was $300. Mm. And Trump got a one point something plus million dollar thing and he's still walking around. I don't understand. Yeah. I think it's not just that. It's that he's yeah. also facing a $250 million uh, civil lawsuit from the New York Attorney General alleging yeah. that he and his uh, uh, adult children were involved in a decade long fraud. So Ooh, I think th- I think you, they're buddy. trying to I think they're trying to be really careful, which I'm like, yes, hurry up and arrest his ass. But I think if they do it by the book and they can really and they can nail him for all this shit, it won't be no. Oh, he getting out in a year. He getting out. It won't be no Bill's Bill Cosby. You know, like they gonna lock his ass up for mm-hmm. speaking of Bill Cosby. Of Bill he in some more shit again. Yes. No. Yes. Did he just get out? The chopping block. Yes. The women have come back to say he has he was laying it low and spreading it wide against consent. Jesus, I oh, see. So was a, well, of course and, he was. You know, Bill has done it again. <laughs> I need that on. Well, don't need that on the shirt, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't need that on the shirt. <laughs> but I, I'm confused about the Trump thing because I thought it was. So is it the administration or just his organizations? Because I thought I thought it was. The um the 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 corporation the payroll the payroll corporation so uh, because they they did the um uh a case against them I think they're try I think they're trying to just build any case that they can <laughs> they're mm-hmm. just trying to come out after him in any way they can because they want this nigga locked the fuck up yeah and I mean I they already here for it the FBI already raided his house and took oh, them files shit. and shit so oh, yeah, shit. They, it's happening. Call call uh Kerry Washington, honey. She'll get it done. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just been it's just been a lot going on. Um, Kanye, please stop interviewing that man. Just just let hmm. him go. Why that man is not in a asylum right now, I don't know. But please stop putting a microphone on him in front of his mouth. Take his phones. Take everything because. You know his his freedom of speech is just dumb, and for the ignorant asses that are always defending Kanye, and this is this is what I and this goes back to a point that y'all made earlier about who we choose and pick, you know, picking and choosing who we cancel and who we don't. People love to cancel people who aren't their favorites, but if if they're the, your favorite, then you give them so much grace, so much more grace, and all that stuff. Yeah, it's 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 done. This is not a publicity stunt. This is not that. The man is insane. The man is a menace, and not in the way that that's laughable. It's disgusting. The way this man is still coming after Kim K, and now is throwing Chris Paul into the mix, and now is yes. saying, you know, uh, Twitter should leave. Twitter should ban our porn. First of all, you should not talk about what Twitter should do because Twitter is a friend of mine, and Twitter helps me. So you should not okay. Because Help me last night. Because your wife did a, a piss poor sex tape with Ray J that should have never hit the fucking internet, and I had viruses on my computer from LimeWire for some trash. First of all, you shouldn't be talking about any, anybody's porn, sir. When you like to play porn in business meetings to break the ice, so okay. you're an advocate of porn. It seems like <laughs> you know that I have an interesting stance on him because. 
after meeting him and then working with him off and on, what, in 20, 2019, there was a point where it was like, okay, what are we doing? You know, because like, I will never forget y'all, the first day of rehearsal, we rehearsed for like 10 hours. He finally decided to show up um, at like 9 p.m. And he was like, yeah, I don't like anything that y'all are doing. It's like, okay, great. And then he goes into like this whole spiel about the West African drums. And so I was like, okay, girl, like, I'm just here to get a coin. That's it. You know, um, but I did start to see, huh? You stayed there after 10 hours and he didn't like anything? Okay, well, because I would have been like, baby, we could try this. Listen, listen. listen. And, you know, we pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, very, very meticulous. But, so yeah, like, I was like, all right. But then, like, I felt like collectively we all started to see the change in him. So I don't know if it's because, baby, they ain't doing Sunday service as much or what. But, I mean, he's always definitely been off the handle. But I don't know anymore. And I've, a lot of my friends have stopped singing with him because it's it's getting to a point now where it's like, like you said, Josh, like, we're not going to keep, you know, we're not going to make excuses. Like, the jig is up on that. And I think, I think me personally, like, I made excuses. But now I'm just like damn like when he lost his adidas deal i was like oh this wow you really fucked up <laughs> you know so publicity mm-hmm. stunt or not some 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 shit just should never come out of your mouth absolutely like it's it that yeah whatever so yeah we we should just collectively ban kanye from a microphone in interviews and the television screen and even um vlack uh-oh okay I don't know. I don't know who Ed Vlad Boosie, who whose dick Ed Vlad is Boosie is sucking, but I, I need to pull your pants up, baby, because the way y'all interview this man every week and he has not had a record come out in years. Like, what is the reason? Why? 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 Why does Boosie get to give counsel on anything? So he recently started talking about the weights and and it's just like, OK, why you have so much to say about somebody else's household when it has zero things to do with you? Like, come on, you you are no better. If if we're gonna be real about it, you're no better. Um, whatever they're doing with their child, giving giving her the space and the freedom that she needs to to change and all this stuff is is no different than you buying a stripper to give your thirteen year old son fellatio. So mm. it's you know it's catch it, that dirt. You know it's. I'm 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 over it. I'm over it. And I I think Vlad should just get shut down anyway. Cause y'all y'all are reaching. Because why the fuck was Marvin Sapp on Vlad? Why? <laughs> why? Marvin Sapp needs to be at his church talking to his media team on why the sound is shit. Sorry, oh, shit. I had, I had wow. to get that out. Okay. Wow. Why I got to turn my TV up to seventy five to hear you? Okay. Oh Keep shit, going, Josh. I'm sorry. But wow. He was asked a question about Lil Nas X, and because Lil Nas X has said, you know, he's, he comes from a Christian household, and him being gay was, you know, a it was repulsed by the church. And although it's the truth, Marvin Sapp kind of sensationalized it, like and said, you know, so, you know, some people use the church as a means to, you know live in their truth and be who they really want to be. And it's just like, no, the church is nasty to people who identify as homosexual. It's it's nasty. It's always been nasty to them. It's ignorant. It is unstudied. It's, it's, I don't know where you got it from, but it's, and to, to dismiss and to make 
his experience smaller than what it was because you hold the church near and dear to your heart. I think that's I think that's the reason why people don't want to fool with the church. You know, it's 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 that kind of behavior that you know the the church is not in its original form. It is not pure like it like it is supposed to be. So go on. on. Gone on. You go date somebody. I that's that's an episode we gotta have because I'm just really I'm really burnt out on church people. I really am because like I even have there's even a group chat that I'm in um on Instagram and I don't even respond half the time. If you're listening, that's probably why you always see that it I've read it and haven't responded. Um but it's just like it was a few weeks ago. There was a meme in there about it was a it was like a gay couple with a dog, but there was like a hidden message, and so somebody's response was "ugh" instead of actually looking at what the joke was. And I wanted to be like, "So are you? You know, are you upset because of the two men? Or are you upset because you know what I'm saying? Like that? Like it's I, I'm I'm it's tired just, of it. It's I'm just tired all, of church. It's I'm just so tired all of church. Internet. You you can have." The, the preacher sleeping with the deacon's wife and nobody say anything. You can have, you know, the the drummer knocking, knocking up, up everybody, everybody, all the altos, <laughs> and nothing happens. And but, not just the altos. Hello. But but let somebody come in and identify in truth as homosexual or you know anything that they can't you know fathom. It's it's disgusting. Um, speaking of cheating though, um, you married people. I come here. Come here, let's have a conversation. You do know that it's much cheaper and easier to just be single. I don't understand being in relationships and you cheat. I, I really don't get that because, baby, just be single. And it is dumb. So there is a new Tommy, and not Tommy, but Ghost and Angela, if you are familiar with Power. Um, they are news anchors um, by the names of TJ Holmes and Amy Robot. <laughs> it's the full names for me. Correct. Because both of them are married with children. And there was 65 pictures released to the masses in different, like they going on camping trips. He walking her to the car, to the car, popping the trunk while holding her ass. Like, I mean, what is nothing sacred anymore? Like, what is it? They said their relationship started after they separated from their uh, prospective loved ones. That's what they said. No they always say that. <laughs> How, that's, that? What say. that's what we say. That's what we say. Because family <laughs> fucked my husband. <laughs> but mind you, the um, they they didn't uh, because they're on Good Morning America three, and the I believe the um director whoever whoever is in charge of that show didn't pull them from the show because of their affair they pulled them they pulled them because it was being talked about (laughs) (laughs) we're tired of we're tired of hearing the whispers in the hallway so we just need to go ahead and just have y'all off air for a few weeks that's crazy to me not the fact that y'all was having an affair but the fact that people (laughs) do about it crazy I do want to say something, uh, uh, just circling back to, if I if I may, just one thing about ch- church people. I admonish everyone to watch 1946. One platform. Well, <laughs> see, I um, I didn't I didn't watch all the way through, but but it was I came across on TikTok. You even watched all the way through. <laughs> no, well, be, no, because the parts I did watch was very, was very 
it was very good. And I feel like every Christian should watch it, period. Um, but you can go into 1946, the movie, or 1946thefilm.com to be able to uh, watch it. Um, but yeah. Oh, so I got to watch it illegally? Allegedly? Oh! It is not. It is not. It is not one of their movies. It is a film festival movie. Oh, okay. It's is a documentary. One, two, okay. No, it's it's a docu. It's a documentary, and I feel like every Christian should be able to should watch that. Yeah. Is Thomas coming through again? Yes, girl. <laughs> oh so, what's this about Ashanti? I would tweet her, but she got me blocked. So I'm cracking up. <laughs> well, Ashanti just said that she doesn't mind a small penis, which is you know why her and Nelly would probably be on stage together again. Um, but... Um, oh! But, I mean, the, the truth is, here's the thing. A lot a lot of women are okay with smaller penises because they can't handle the, the, the bigger ones. You know? They, they just can't. You know? So, it's not something wild. I... There's, there should be space for everybody. Because at the end of the, at the end of the day, I didn't get to pick my size. Nope, I didn't get to pick it. And I think I what I enjoyed about what she did is that she didn't go onto this public's you know platform and make people feel less than you know. It was, you know, she gave, for a lot of people, she gave them hope. Oh, I got a shot with Ashanti. You know, I ain't got a ah. shot not with nobody else, but I got a shot with Ashanti. You know, mm-hmm. so I think, I think it was, you know, realistically, though, all jokes aside, um, we have to collectively do better um, with how we make other people feel about things that they have no control over. You know, I I just you got control over your dick size. You there's pills, penis pumps. I'm just like, oh. okay. <laughs> it's always one. It's always. I'm cracking up. My nice moment. This this moment is brought to you. In I'm part sorry. Part. And so let's let's jump into let's just jump into our main topic. Okay, so Zeus has greenlit this mm-mm, show. Mm-mm surrounding two people who if i never saw them come across my my cell phone screen again i would really be okay um this blue face and krishan couple um mm-hmm. i so the, the the name of the show on zeus is called crazy in love and they have been on every social media platform for a while now, he bought her a tooth. She took the tooth out. And she hits him and Hoppo beat Sophia and Sophia beat Hoppo. And now there's an alleged baby on the way. And it is, you know, he beat his, he beat her daddy up. And, you know, she, she tried to fight one of his family members. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? Let's not forget about the $100,000 he wanted to pay her to break up with. <laughs> and the, 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 the public, go of the, the I'm going through your phone and I'm getting on Instagram live because this bitch unfaithful and, you know, blah, blah, blah. All for you to get back around 7 p.m. later that same day, go on Instagram live and y'all fucking on camera. Like, what? <laughs> what? 
It is so much. It is so much. And the reason I wanted to talk about this was because a lot of people live their lives and, and fancy their relationships in this manner. And it's just like, okay, do y'all really know what y'all doing? Like, are you trying to be the next Bobby Whitney? Like, but they weren't trying to be that. That was just their authentic selves. Why, why do we glamorize this idea of love being toxic? So I want to, so we, 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 we're going to talk about love being toxic or toxic love. Um, Cause this, this blows me. This blows me why you would even want to be with someone who will over and over again online to all of their fans. You can't take this stuff back once it hits the, the net. This person who publicly humiliates you. I, mm, there's like different layers to this, but they all lead to the same thing or the same reason. I feel like there's one crowd that toxic love toxic love is all they know and all they see and it's the only example they have mm -hmm. so they think so they don't think anything else is attainable okay then you have the people who are just oblivious to everything and they stay in those situations because they don't think anything anything else outside of that relationship is attainable you know, like you see people get married because like, oh, I don't want to be lonely or I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. And so two different like situations, but all leading to the same thing of like them just not believing that there's anything else attainable for them and not or just not having the example of what, you know, true love or I don't want to say true, but real love looks like. Um, yeah, there's just that's a, it's a lot of layers to it, though. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I don't, and this, this may, be, this, this is just me. This is just my perspective. I don't think love can be toxic. I feel like people in relationships can be toxic. Okay, I so feel like that, 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 that was going to be my question. Do you really mm -hmm. believe that there's a such thing as toxic love? Like, can love be toxic? I, I don't believe so. That, and that maybe because I'm a hopeless romantic and I'm very much so head in the clouds. Da, 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 da. I don't think that when you truly love and you have that pure love and you love someone, that it is uh, that it's number one meant to be toxic. I feel like we ourselves in like we, um, how can I say this? I feel like you know whenever you start the relationship, whatever you're always in a honeymoon stage, right? The butterflies, ah, whatever. But I feel like when uh, the foundation of the relationship is broken, that's when it can become toxic. Because I feel like, to for me, I feel like toxicity stems from experiencing too much of esteem, like, uh, excuse me, uh, too much, too much of drastic lows uh, in your relationship because of broken trust or whatever the case may be, and that can cause depression or anxiety, and even breed in, in a, um, an anxious attachment style in your relationship. So I, I feel like. People are toxic. <laughs> I just don't. I feel like people can be toxic, but I don't believe that like love and what it's supposed to be is toxic, or should be, or can, or would be, or can be toxic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think because I'm real big now on peeling back the layers of things, and I want to see. I, I like to start with the 
the true intent of a thing. So I look at love just being love and pure and all this stuff. And I think as time progresses and as circumstances and as trauma happens and as people hurt other people, I think that's where um, that that seed of toxic um, gets planted. And I think we deem love toxic because the people who engaged in love mishandled it and mm-hmm. didn't do it. So I don't really, I, I really don't subscribe to toxic love i think i think it's a cop-out to say oh well i you know they just have a toxic love it happens you know they're young and blah 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 no 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 they are two people who have not healed they are two people who have not worked through any of their traumas who are toxic uh period so when they come together that's toxic plus plus toxic is going to equal more toxicity and it's just like okay whoa like so i i think because I feel the same way about sex. I think sex gets a bad rep too because people mishandle sex and do mm-hmm. the wrong things with sex. So then sex then becomes um, the, the the focus point. And it's like, no, you should heal you. You should, you should be very clear on who you are. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm. uh, hmm. I guess I'm, I'm yes and no. Like, I agree with what y'all have both said, but I think also there's something to be said about toxic love evolving. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to explain this, but it's just going, you know, when the edible hits and that you just, you know, oh, I'm cracking maybe. Up. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like it can evolve because if you take those toxic things, you know, those situations, they do, it's like, if you, if you get through it, they do eventually, well, not every situation, but there have been, you know, people I'm sure who are married who probably like the first five years was like hell, you know, but they're still together 30, 40 years later. Or, you know, if you, you know, you meet those people who have been married for 50 and 60 years and they really tell you like the first 20 were great, but the next mm-hmm. 20 were horrible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like, I feel like love is always evolving. So toxic love can exist. I just don't believe that it's the, it can always, I don't, I don't believe that it's always the end point for some people. So question, why do you believe toxic love exists? Because I feel like if I'm, because I don't know, it's, it's, it's like they clash or it's like an oxymoron almost. It's like, if I'm dealing with this, you know, I'm going through this with you and I'm choosing and I'm, I'm choosing to stay. Some people are going to say, you know, it's stupid, it's ignorance, it's, it's whatever. But for some people that, and it goes back to, that might be the only way they're able to demonstrate that they love someone, you know? Well, because, huh? By being toxic, that's the only way that they can. Yeah. That might be, like I said, that might be the only example that they have. And so, because, I mean, we all have our definitions of what love is, you know, and so it, and we and we see it all the time. We do see people or I have friends who have been in toxic relationships or whatever or with somebody. And, oh, because I love him and I can't tell you how to love somebody. If that's how you, you know, exude your love, then that's how you exude it. But I don't know. It's That's why I'm like, I'm kind of like I see both sides, but I do believe that it can evolve. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't agree with that. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, just because I I don't I don't like what the definition of like maybe maybe this is for everybody else. Like I haven't I haven't had the perfect example of uh uh the perfect love story either because my parents went through my parents have gone through it my grandparents have gone through it my my paternal and maternal grandparents they have all gone through gone through shit but i so i don't i feel like we i feel like this generation has romanticized toxicity so that's so they they may equate that to love but that's that's not love love is patient love is patient love is kind it covers a multi like those those are the examples of what love should be and when it's not that it's not love it's just toxic yeah, it's it, you know because what I'm it, even with even with what you were saying, Jeremy, it it was still the people. It wasn't right. love. it wasn't love that was toxic. It was people engaging mm-hmm. in love. So you know, like Lamar just said, it, it's, it's generational. I've seen it happen. Um, I can't say that I've been in 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 a toxic relationship no well no i can't say i i've been in toxic love i've been in relationship with toxic people though mm-hmm. um but that doesn't the people don't taint the love does that make sense because at yeah. the end of the day because i see love as truth right mm-hmm. and truth doesn't change mm-hmm. so and, and, and before you argue with me about that, truth is always truth. You have facts and then you have truth. Facts can change because facts are, it, it's it's something that's proven at that time. It's just a fact. But the truth is something that's always consistent. Love is always going to be love. And I think oftentimes what we do is we allow our experiences, our viewpoints, our things to fashion love or to pervert, because I'm just going to say it, to pervert love. And mm-hmm. then that's when we end up with, mm-hmm. to- with, with that toxic love. It's, mm-hmm. it's not that love is toxic. It's I've taken love out of its original um, infrastructure and I've, made, I, I've put it and placed it in this mode um, that we know is toxic. Mm-hmm. And because I don't challenge that and because I don't um, heal, I perpetuate it and make it seem like this is this is something that's normal when it's not. When Just it's because not. a lot of people do it, I, I have this I had this revelation. Agreement doesn't mean accuracy. Agreement and accuracy are not synonymous. So just because a group of people agree doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just they all they dumbasses have the same dumbass thinking process. <laughs> so so do you feel I, that's yeah I I agree like I can't even argue with that. So do you feel that maybe people use the word love too loosely? Then absolutely, absolutely. And I, I feel I, like I, I also feel like that. I'm sorry. Right. I was just saying that I feel like just uh, uh, as far as when it comes to like toxicity, I feel like people always try to think that love is enough. What they feel as love is enough. And that's why they stick it out in the toxic situations. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's because they don't know like the 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 true meaning of it. And they, they, they right. use it loosely. People saying they they in love with people three weeks after dating. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the truth. That's the other thing. 
people people are in love with their ideas mm-hmm. or their images, not the truth. And so I, I was having this conversation the other day uh, with somebody, and they were, they used they brought up the example of people using well my grandma my grandparents stayed together, but they weren't in love. A lot of my grandparents were not in love. They mm-hmm. stayed together because they had no choice. Because back mm-hmm. then, Papa was putting 10, 15 babies in granny. Who, where's she going? Hmm. Where's she going? And, it, it, you know, people, people have made staying together mean love. And that is not the truth at all. That's not the truth at all either. That is not. I've been in behind closed doors with people who show up in public and they t- they they are whole together front but baby mm-hmm. when they get when they get out from the public oh baby it's nuck if you buck it's I'm you don't, talk to me, don't say shit to me don't look at me you know the only reason i'm doing this is because we got too much to lose that's not love that's not love and i hate i hate uh, what i hate about all of it i hate that um we're passing it on to our children yeah and to the next generation and they they're watching this and seeing oh this is what it's supposed to be like you know now granted that's not that's not that's not the tv network's fault because at the end of the day the tv network is only concerned about money they're only concerned about viewing uh ratings and 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 how you know how many people look watch mm-hmm. it's the responsibility of us as people as communities as parents to do a better job at at teaching and embodying what real love really is Mm -hmm. and that means coming together and taking our things out of it because a lot of the times when we teach love we bring our pain with it Mm -hmm. and we tell people you know there's some people that 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 counsel married people before they get married and it's just like you know you need y'all need to share locations and that's that no 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 you you are bringing you are you are counseling me from a place of unforgiveness and a place that you've not healed from totally and you call that wisdom and it's not i'm not sharing locations now share your location with me i need to know where you at no but but for for me honestly i will say before um before it was it was coming from a place of untrust or you know like just unforgiveness so i'm like no i need to know where you at at all times but now like i'm like me and my man don't share locations but um like only if like he goes out of town i'm like yeah share your location so i know where you're at just in case anything happens so da, 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 da. especially like if you just like 30 minutes up the road i, I need to pop up if you're in trouble so it's, it's from that aspect but i will i'm not even gonna hold you like you would have called me just a few months ago it would have been turn that motherfucking location on, nigga. <laughs> oh God, because you're thinking the worst. Um, no, Josh, I I agree with that. I think also, um, I was having a conversation. I don't remember with who, and this person got mad at me because I said I don't. And it's I don't care. I was like, I don't date women who have daddy issues. Hmm. And they were just like, oh, well, that's just disrespectful. Or that's just, you know, it's not her fault. And I was like, listen, hear me out. I had an ex who didn't have the best relationship with her dad. And I didn't catch, I didn't catch it at first, but like certain situations would happen, like certain things that would be said 
that it was like she was longing for fatherhood mm-hmm. and I can't give that to you. There's nothing I can do. And so that that bled into other issues of our of ours and it caused a lot of ruckus. And because it was just like I was showing up as a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But she wanted me to show up as a dad, but not realizing that. And it sounds weird, but it's like there is that, you know, that daughter, father, like that longing of like just the protector because you haven't had it. And so I'm doing these things for you, but for whatever reason, it's not enough. And it's because you're not looking at it as though as what, a you know, what a romantic relationship should look like, because it goes back to that's all that they see. So it is definitely like generational. Um, and I feel like especially in our own community, you know, because you look at parents who abandon their kids or like they don't, I mean, especially after being a teacher for almost two years, when I tell you the stories that I've heard and kids who have told me, I literally just did a drug that I've never tried before because nobody loves me. I'm just like, yeah. I, and I was like, I was shook because I was like, I'm not even upset. I'm more so I'm hurt that like, I don't care about the drug. I mean, I do, but like, this is about your heart. Like you literally don't like these kids. And that's why they, I do believe that's why they act out is because they're not getting attention at home Absolutely. and mm-hmm. parents are, you know, they, it's back in our day. I mean, we're all like, we're all around the same age. We didn't have cell phones like that. We didn't have no fucking 12.9 inch iPad pro. With oh, cellular. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. have that, you know, yes, we had video games, but bitch, when it was time to cut it off, you, you cut it off and you have family night. Nobody has family night anymore. Family night is everybody in the room on their phones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's not showing love. You're not actually giving your child attention. Then you get mad when they go to school and act out. So this, yeah, there's just so many like. And and it's easy because I I know I, ha- I I was given a very toxic uh, representation of love because what I knew is love is as long as you do what I want you to do, we're good. I, you can come, you can ask me for anything. You can always show your face here. And then the flip side of it was when you stop giving me what I want, don't don't come around anymore. You know. So what I what I what I gathered from that is I had to lie to be loved. So, mm-hmm. wow. I, I remember I remember um, my pastor sat me down and she was like, Josh, you can't say you love me and lie to me. And, you know, she didn't judge me in that moment because I was like, well, I lied because that's all I I knew how to do. And because I didn't want to lose my relationship with you, I would rather tell you what you want, what I thought you wanted to hear than to tell you the truth, because I really value this relationship. So mm-hmm. it, I, I don't want to I don't want to talk about this in a way where it seems like it's malicious or it's you know the the intent is ill um some people are only operating out of what they've been handed and um but that but that that's where you have to grow up and take responsibility and become aware like okay this can't be what love is so there's there's a certain responsibility that i think everybody should have um that it's my responsibility to be a better person. And I, I just said this last night. I think I think we have to stop trying to heal for other people. 
Mm, right. I'm going to get myself together because I want this person to like me or I want, to, right. I want this person to want me. It, it, it can't be that you have to you have to heal for yourself. Mm. Um, and I wrote in one of my books, plug, um, when you actually are, are healing, you have to make a you have to make a choice. Either you're going to heal for real or you're going to have your image, but you can't have both. You, you can't have both together. You can't have your image because <laughs> healing is nasty. Healing is yes. you have to confront some ugly things about yourself in order to heal. And some of that stuff, man, your image is like, nah. <laughs> it's like, mm-mm. yeah, because it definitely is. You have to like even look at it. Like our therapy is a wonderful thing. <laughs> therapy is a wonderful thing, but that shit will have you looking at yourself in the mirror like pew, <laughs> like ew. That's why therapy ew. Time to yourself and show yourself grace because <laughs> the shit that you go through in therapy and the shit that you expose yourself to mm-hmm. about you, oh mm-hmm. man. You'll just see how toxic you are. That's why I say, like, that's why I say I don't believe love can be toxic. It's just that people, because you like you're care you're going into relationship carrying so much shit from past relationships, tra- childhood trauma you know, that you're carrying into the relationships. You have like you have like certain expectations or certain ways that you view, you know, expect to receive and give. It's it's just a lot. Like yeah. people can be people say they they like the little razzle dazzle, but they be pouring that bitch in their relationship would just be too much. I think it's funny how, like in therapy, it's not even your therapist that says anything. It's like yeah. a self-realization. And you'd be like, yes. you didn't have to read me like that. And she'd just be <laughs> like, I didn't say anything. Right. Um, it's, 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 it's insane that um, <laughs> it's it's really crazy. Yeah. it's. I think something I'm still working on, and I think why I said he got Josh gathered me is because like, I have a tendency to like if somebody hurts me, I carry it too long. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to make a decision to get over it. Yes. Like you can't yeah. keep carrying. Um uh, and it and funny enough, like, I don't know, this is interesting. Like, it's actually like this situation is bot is bo- was bothering me today on my way to work. And something else that I was that I saw or that I was talking about spiraled into that and I was just like, oh, here we are again, you know. So it was like so basically, long story short, I met this girl at a party. We, you know, exchanged information. We were texting almost every day. We were supposed to we were supposed to um go on a date. Please hold while Thomas goes <laughs> through the neighborhood again. Um I just I like it's every 30 minutes now. Um, so yeah, we're talking every day. Um, asked her on a date. She said, I haven't been on a date in fuck. Um We really can't hear Christmas. It. Yeah, we can. it's not a lot of it's not a lot over here. Really? Okay, good. Oh well, just um, heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like they're like in my in my complex. Um But yeah, so I haven't been on a date in almost a year. Literally, like the last day I went on was on Christmas, which it was horrible. Um, and so, like for me to, it takes a lot for me to put myself out there. So I did, you know. And then two days before the date, she canceled. Now the reason was, you know, I understood it was a family thing. Like I get it. Okay, cool. 
I've always said, if I cancel, if I cancel the date, it's my job to reschedule. But if you cancel on me, I'm going to need you to follow up with a reschedule. So a week and a half has gone by. Nothing has been said. I just happened to tweet about, you know, I asked, I was like, do you think it's appropriate? You know, like what I just said, like, should, if you cancel the date, should you reschedule for the other person? It's funny that same day, because we have a mutual friend who follows me. Um, she texts me about rescheduling. So I was like, yeah, cool. And she was like, okay, very adamant. She was like, Monday, you know, this time. I was like, cool. So I made reservations to a restaurant, you know. Um, I kid you not, I got. I woke up that morning. I was getting ready for work. And I was like, something tells me she's going to cancel. Got to work, doing my business. Happened to look at my phone, open the text, see a long message. She cancels again. And it's like, I got to go into work. So then I'm like, then I'm, I'm fucking going off now at this point. Cause I'm like, the first time you canceled, you said you were able to move things around so that you didn't have to go to work. But, but it's at the expense of me on, you know, two times. So then it's like you said, it's that toxic, like thinking of like, I'm not enough, you know, all those things start filtering. And so like, whatever it was this morning that triggered it, I, it I've been carrying it all day. And I'm just like, like you said, like you have to make the decision to heal. You have to be intentional about healing. You really do. Yeah. Um, I just experienced something very toxic with my family because I, oh, guys, I did another podcast. I told y'all that. But for y'all out there listening, I did another podcast. Check it out. There's some good stuff there. Um, but the backlash that I got from my family was like, what? what? And it had me second guessing myself, too. And it, it, you know, And it sobered me up. Because it was like, okay, Josh, you still got some more healing to do. Because what they say to you and about you shouldn't affect you like this, you know. But it's because I'm still trying. Oh, I'm still trying to love them out of their toxicity. I keep adding, I, I keep saying that word wrong, but um, I keep trying to love them out of their. Out, I keep loving trying to love the toxic out of them. There you go. And it hurts me because I'm like, why can't y'all see? Why can't y'all see this? Um, but at, but you have to be intentional in healing because if I were not intentional about my healing, I would I would not be here. Yeah, you know, I, I I would I would have asked myself because it's like yeah, this too this too much. This is ghetto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. But but that's the power of love and and like the song I don't even know who wrote the damn song but it's so true what the world needs now is really love and and I don't understand how people have this negative connotation about love that they that because I my mom actually said this I you know one day I'm gonna stop calling their names but it's not gonna be this day um, my mom said to me she was like you know, you're preaching a weak gospel because Ooh. you're preaching God is love. And that blew me. That blew me. Wait, what? What? Because God is love, but God is also vengeance and he's wrath. And I'm and I'm just like, what? God is love and God is always going to be love. And but, but the thing that they can't fathom is they think, Love means that I, I tolerate anything and I have no boundaries and I have I just condone anything and everything goes here. That's not love. And it's just like when you when you speak against love because you have the wrong 
idea about love, that's a personal problem. And I, I think about, wow, I think about how many people commit suicide and die because that's the rhetoric they hear. Mm. That love, that, you know, that, that, that God, I'm thinking about God in this instance, that God is that petty that he's going to love you today. And, you know, if you don't do what he says tomorrow, he's going to snatch his love back. Like, what? who told you that? Where you get that from? Mm. And Like, what? if God so loved the world that even while we were yet sinners, he died for us, when did that change? When did that love change? When, where, do, where do we get that God's, God's going to stop loving you? And then, yeah, that's powerful. That's po- how, how is how is that weak that there is literally nothing that you can do. There is nowhere that you can't go that God's love cannot reach out to you. That's powerful. That's not a weak gospel. Powerful. That is literally powerful because Paul said, what can separate me from the love of God? Nothing. Nothing. So you preach, you preach that one Sunday and then the next Sunday you tell people God doesn't love them. And that's why that's why they're experiencing punishment because God mm. is with you and God is that's it's, sickening it's, it's it's and I'm just like you know how many people die because of what comes out of your mouth because it's not it's, you you can't sense the love you can't feel the love can mm. you feel the love tonight I don't know where that came from <laughs> I think it's interesting too that people people don't fathom what unconditional love really is right like if God was literally right next to me and we both got out a sheet of paper and he was to write down everything that I've done and gave me the list and said, now, if this was somebody you were with, if what, what of these would you stop right. loving them? Right. I guarantee you I'm a check. Um, he going to be like, Oh, you can right. take it. You can keep it. Cause there's nothing on the list. Cause it's unconditional love. And we, I even have to think about that sometimes. Like, I think sometimes like, when I'm in worship, I'm crying because I'm remembering what unconditional love is like. Yeah. Sometimes you can you can you can you can confuse the two mm-hmm. because we we equate God with man because like I forgot to tell you thank you. You do it to somebody, they may not talk to you again. He's not mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. because he knows your heart, right? Mm-hmm. So no, no, no. <laughs> we don't we don't really know how to do relationships. No, and I don't. How we approach how we approach relationships is very selfish. It's mm-hmm. very much so. If you don't do what I want you to do when I want you to do it, then fuck you. And 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 that's not love. That's it's not. It, that's that is not love. Love is love has zero to do with what you're gonna do to me. It has all to do with how I show up for you. Love gives at the expense of self. Lust takes. Right. For the gain of self. And expects mm-hmm. nothing in return. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of love. The beauty of the beauty of love is I'm giving I'm giving this of of and from myself to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not expecting you to do that. Not expecting anything. Now, if you love me, if you love me back the way you 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 love yourself, then you know you're gonna you're gonna match my energy in that way. Mm-hmm. But it's not a demand that, oh, I did this for you, so you have to do it back for me. Love yeah. demand reciprocity. And I think I think we 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 
perpetuate a false narrative. It is false that love is always that love means you're going to always get you back in return. And that's that's just not true. So you have people who are bitter and who are hurt because they were they were expecting reciprocity because they were taught love is reciprocity. And it's not the truth. Love has zero to do with what they're going to give you back. I think that's why a lot of a lot of relationships fail is because. And I had to learn this. I don't know. I think I've said this before in an episode. I don't know what it was about. Something new with relationships is that I had to learn how to stop loving people the way that I receive love. Mm. That's not love, unfortunately, because the way that I receive it may not be the way that Josh and Laron receives it. So I'm not if I'm telling you I'm loving you, but you're not feeling it, then I'm not giving you what you need. So it's not necessarily it's a it's a give and take thing, but not in the way of like I'm expecting it back. It's just I'm going to make sure. That, and I, I think that goes for platonically, too. And just like, you know, just different knowing different boundaries. But I think it's just, yeah, people don't know. They think they're loving you in a certain way, but it's not being received that way because that's not how you how you receive love. So, yeah. But I think that yeah. there are there are like basic things that I would expect from someone that I love to be reciprocated, like trust, respect, of course, those things. Like when it comes to like monetary things or like, but now but, we get into love languages. So right, but, but, yeah. but at the end of the day, that's still that's that's still a false a false expectation that you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Because if you, if you look at God, God gives us these gifts and all this stuff and trusts us, and we don't always trust him back. We don't trust him back. And it's just like, you know, I'm going to pick and choose when I want to trust you. I'm going to trust you when it's convenient for me, when it doesn't hurt too much, when it doesn't cost too much. And God doesn't say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to stop loving you because of that. So I think I think if you're going to love somebody, you you can commit to love. Now, what I do believe in is that love does not mean I I just tolerate everything. I have unlimited tolerance. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because because the truth of the matter is we fail at loving each other because we don't properly love ourselves. I cannot love you the way I'm supposed to if I don't love me first. Mm-hmm. I have to be my example. And if I don't love me, I'm not going to love you right. I can like you all day long. You can be the finest thing. We can have amazing sex. We can have great money. We can have great business relationship. We can be great partners. But if I don't truly love me, I'm going to fail horribly at loving you. And that's just the truth. So even in this situation with uh, Bluetooth now, um, okay, that's that's the nickname. I just I'm just gonna give him because he blue face and she get she got a tooth that she just always take out of her mouth, and I don't understand that. The man bought you a tooth. Keep it in your mouth, baby. Why are you walking around here with that tooth coming out? Of you? Just oh, hold on, let me take my tooth out. You care what? <laughs> um, but I I don't I don't think they love themselves. They cannot love themselves. They absolutely do not love themselves. Because to love yourself, you're not, when you really value yourself and love yourself, you're not going to put yourself out there in a way that is detrimental to you. You know, it, it, you you cannot do, you, 
So it's it's a deficit of love for themselves while they're trying to figure out how to love each other. And that, my friends, is putting the cart before the horse. Trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to love you when I don't know how to love myself. Mercy have Lord. <laughs> I think you have to have the uh, I think you have to have the power to walk away. I think that's that's a that's a that's a self discovery maturity moment. Yeah, and it's a self discovery moment. Because um, like when especially I know something for me is like when I recognize a pattern of behaviors, I have to go back to where I was when that happened before and what did I do? Okay, we're not going to do that again. So let's you know. And so that I think that has propelled me and I still have areas where I'm, you know, I, I struggle in, but I stopped making excuses for things, and you know, that people do to me, like certain behaviors, like people show you, like people show you who they are. Like you have to mm-hmm. take people at face value. You really do because you miss it. Um, and it, it goes back to, yeah, like you have to know how to love yourself because if you don't value yourself, you let people walk over you, you know, so mm-hmm. when you do not value yourself. And anything that you do not value, you don't care who has it. You don't care where it's at. You don't care what they're doing with it. Same thing with you. If I don't value me. I'll let anybody do anything with into me. I'll let I'll let anybody in any. I'll let them take me anywhere. You know, it wasn't until I got this message when I because I used to be fearful of setting boundaries. It was like, well, I can't tell them, you know, how they how they need to treat me because I don't have that right. Who am I? because I didn't know myself enough to love myself. When I started loving myself, I realized, no, boundaries don't, boundaries aren't for you. They're really for me. Right. They're to protect the love I have for me. I ain't got shit to do with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I set boundaries because I love me. Mm-hmm. And because I'm not going to let anybody do anything to or with me, I set then those proper boundaries. So... I, I absolutely agree. Leave. If if it's toxic, leave. Because that ain't love, baby. Right. That is not love. Now, you know, if it's something now, I don't I don't believe in throwing people away. Um, if it's something that you guys are going to work and commit to work on individually, mm-hmm. um, from a healing perspective, then sure. You know, try to try to, you know, work that out. But if it if there's no growth, if there's no change, if there's no effort, no. Uh uh-uh. uh, you just have the same cycle of dysfunction. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's like that's like when you when you I think when you lo- when you do, do love someone, you will um, be more apt to work out your issues with that person. Yeah. But you de- like like you said, you definitely have to know when is the time to check out. <laughs> and be like, all right, well, enough is enough because doing the same thing, expecting different different results, so you're literally insane. You're insane. Mm-hmm. You're insane. But like, there, there's nothing wrong with trying to work it out because I'm because I don't know my situation, but you know, <laughs> work it, work it out. You know, what I'm saying if, if if you love if you love that person and if you believe that person is worth it, like there's the fam- there's family members that that shit is toxic. I cut you off. I just don't think it's worth it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not worth it to me. But like if you're if you're with someone and you really truly believe that, that believe that it's worth it, that there is more good than pros and cons, and it's not like always toxic. It's not always you're not always being anxious or depressed when you're around this person or think of this person. 
Mm-hmm. That's usually kind of a hint to when shit's getting toxic, like when you get that anxious attachment style. That's yeah. a hint to shit is toxic. Toxic because you don't own nobody. You don't. You you people are not property. Um. Mm-hmm. So and then we got we have to stop subscribing to this stuff. We have to we have to stop making this okay. We have to we have to change our cultural and societal appetites. It's like, yeah, I don't want I don't want to see this man talking down on this woman like that. That's not that's not humorous to me. That's that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. Um so yeah, all in all though, um love love yourself. Love yourself first and then you'll be able to love other people. Um and and here's the thing, love does not mean that your life is going to be absent of problems or mistakes. People will make mistakes. People will fall. People will mess up, and all that stuff. But that's not that's not reason enough to to snatch your love back. Don't don't be this Indian giver with your love, because people really need love, man. I need love. LL Cool J said it. People really need love, oh and um, there is a there's a huge deficit in the earth, and what we're calling love is not love. It is crap. I, I hear Bishop Iona Locke in my in my right ear. What are we handing our children? <laughs> oh Lord, Bishop Iona. Brothers. <laughs> so let's 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 wrap the show up because I'm tired. Um <laughs> I'm cracking up. Because <laughs> I'm tired. Jeremy, who been in your inbox dragging? It? <sighs> Oof. All right. So I have prefaced many times that I do not have an interest of long distance relationships. I, if it works for you, Hey, it works for you. I see it as something that's very transactional. I got to pay to, you know, I got to fly here. I got to put my gas in my car to go here. Then we got to pay for a date. Then we got, it's, it's too much happening. Um, so like, it's so funny to me, like the most consistent people, be the niggas that don't even live nowhere near you. They'd be like eight states over talking about, I miss you and I want to come see you. No, 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 no. If I have said countless times that I have no interest. Now it's one thing we've been together for, you know, X amount of time and a career change has happened. Or if I was still performing, I went on a tour or something like that. Then that's when we have a conversation, but I just don't believe that there's no way to build a type like a true connection with somebody virtually. Like, I just, no, I need to be able to see you, touch you, feel you, all that, yeah. smell you, everything. Yeah. Um, so please don't come in my DMs and say like, I want to get to know you. And me being me, I'm working on it, but I was like, for what? <laughs> you know, but- Questions just, that it answers, for what? Right, <laughs> for what? Oh, I just want to see if we vibe. What are we vibing to? If you stay like, away, ain't no vibe. Go find a vibe there. Right. Like, let's just, let's just keep it what it is. Like you respond to a specific type of story on Snapchat and you just, you just go about your business, you know, see to me, like it, move on. Yes. Know your place, play your role. (laughs) That's what's giving. (laughs) So that's been, that's who's been in my DM. So sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm a great catch, but I'm not a great catch from 2000 miles away. And people need to respect that. Like, oh, we got FaceTime. We got da da da. So the fuck what? Because what if it's two o'clock in the morning and I want some yunt yunt? 
Hello? You know what I want? As long as I, I want to give some guac guac and you not, you know what I'm saying? Long distance of relationships. I tried one long distance relationship, y'all. <laughs> this was back when I was like, listen, this is, I was freshly graduated from high school and I was talking to a nigga that went to college like three hours away from me. That's a long distance for me. <laughs> it is. No, so um, so my mom and dad had went. My car had ended up getting broke down or whatever. So my mom and dad, they went went to this one to live in North Carolina. They came up to Jersey for uh for something they had to do. So they left. My mom left me her car so I could like go to work and stuff while she was out of town. Why did I call out of work and drive the three hours to go see this nigga while he was in his college dorm? In his college dorm, it, I mean, it was very much so worth the trip. But my mom texted me the next morning and was like, "Oh, we're on our way back." What? Yo, was I supposed to come back till tomorrow? And then she's talking about they're about to board the flight. When I tell you, mm-hmm. I have never. <laughs> I got that. I swear to God, I got that three hours down to like an hour and a half trying to get back <laughs> to my house <laughs> to get my mom more car back. That's crazy. Yeah, long distance relationship has scarred me. Yeah, I, I, I don't do it. If I can't drive to you, it's not. It's enough. It's enough. Mm-mm. Um, this this hit my spirit though, for real. Um, please scrub your tongues. Okay. Okay. Please fall. We please floss because I I am so tired. I I'm not mature enough to have a conversation and not look in your mouth. And all that white stuff on your tongue that's caked up and all this stuff. <laughs> Once I see that, I'm not going to stop looking. And I'm I'm going to see you're going to see disgust in my face. And you're gonna ask me, Josh, what's wrong? And I'm just gonna oh so please save us both. <laughs> not save us both. <laughs> Buy you a tongue scraper. They're on Amazon. Hell, you can go to Walgreens, CBS. And they even got tooth the tongue toothbrushes with the toothpaste and everything that's specifically for your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> there should be nobody with funky breath after wearing masks for three years uh, like that should have been the time where you realize oh damn like, i've been walking around with this all this time and anybody <laughs> no we told you we offered you that piece of gum but baby go to that dentist the dentist should have spiked in appointments yes, because uh, here's worth of, of, of food that you didn't that got caught in your teeth still stuck in there that broccoli and that corn Oh my God! You got a floss, baby. Get your water pick. If you don't want to dig in your mouth like that, get your water pick. Mm. Let's do that. Handle that. That that's been in my spirit heavy because ooh, and it's always the people like that that want to have. They always want to look and be in your face when they talk and tell secrets and mm-hmm. say words that start with H and all this. Ooh, no. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, far away. Shut from- up. <laughs> I am screaming. Um, if you're not ready to date, leave people alone. Okay. It, we do a, like a lot of people do a lot of work to prepare themselves to date. Cause they're unfortunately like dating is always a risk, right? Like there's no, there's no, I mean, the only in between is just not dating, but if you date, you're taking a risk of getting your feelings hurt, of getting ghosted, of getting stood up, of getting, you know, all these different things. So when something happens to somebody, it kind of pushes them back to square one, right? So then you have to 
recognize like if you're not ready to date this person has done a lot of work to prepare for this and then only for you to be like yeah i'm not really feeling it when really you weren't just trying to date like people are in love with the idea of dating but they don't want to actually do the work to date yeah so just if you're not ready leave me (laughs) the fuck alone i know that's right he's real specific with that leave me the fuck alone (laughs) um so reciprocity hit my spirit mm-hmm. because we have a lot of people out here that are stressing about buying Christmas gifts for family members and friends and, and or loved ones. So we don't do shit for you all throughout the year, mm. but expect for you to show up for them on Christmas. Bitch, fuck you. Merry Christmas. You're going to gag on Christmas because that tree is going to be bare. I didn't get you shit. <laughs> I didn't get you shit. I don't feel like you deserve a Christmas. Especially, and this is uh, this is no shade to my parents. I do love them a lot. But my mom be really blowing minds when she'd be like expecting birthday gifts and expecting Christmas gifts. But ma'am, when's the last time you got me a birthday gift or a Christmas present? Mm. But you expect one because you're my mom? No, ma'am. So sorry. I'm I love you. And that's just across the board. If you know, if you do shit for me, I don't feel like you deserve a Christmas present. I'm not buying you none. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I feel like y'all should y'all should adapt that same mentality. <laughs> Whoever listening, Absolutely. please adapt that same mentality. Correct. You know what I got Child, you? For? You said, oh, "Go ahead, Josh." You know what I got you for Christmas? Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, hello, <laughs> me. Hello, because <laughs> you're stressing yourself the fuck out and going broke for what? Laron, when you had said reciprocity, I thought you was going to talk about strict tops. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because we, we love we, a strict top. We believe in strict tops. We love them. We love them. <laughs> to another. We, we will see y'all next week.